bullshit, it's all just some gay politics. America's gotten kind of whack, but we're not gonna let it go down like that, cause we got a dumb gay podcast, a dumb gay political podcast. We probably don't have all the facts, but we got opinions and we'll probably backtrack. That's why it's a dumb gay podcast, a dumb gay political podcast. Ooh, it's all shit, it's all shit. It's all shit. It's all shit. I mean, are we gonna die? I don't know. I, I, you're extreme. I am extreme. It's all shit. Uh uh. This shit is bananas. B a a a a s. This shit is trumpanas. T r u m p a n a n a s. What? I don't know. I don't even know. Hey everybody. <laughs> Oh my God. Welcome to Dumb Gay Politics. I'm Julie. And I'm Brandy. Well, and I don't know if you can hear it, but we are not on a gay cruise anymore. Yay! (laughs) Julie just did the live version of the song for me and Francesca. She sang the whole opening song in a slightly downsy voice. Hey, that, oh, here come the letters rolling in. We're right. so politically incorrect. Well, I know that we said last week we're going to do this episode as Dictanic Part 2, but, um, girl, we couldn't deal. No, we had to get the <laughs> fuck motherfucker off that ship, honey. No. Uh, we're like... I was, uh, just, it, was, it was an overload of loads. It was, it was time to go. It really was. I mean, that is... That is not the place you want to find out about Trump's executive orders. No, because how really you know? No. I mean, it's just like if we're our lives. I don't know who's in charge of them, but we weren't in the country for the election. No, we were not. So we were stranded with a million vaginas in Mexico That's right. for that. That's right. For that treat. That's right. And then we again the very next day flew home. And then for this, the, his first week in office out of the country, which we've been waiting. I know. We're not bated only, breath. Yeah, we're in the middle of the, the Caribbean Sea. Is that where we were even? Yeah. Oh. Yeah. Well, well, that's what my weather th- app said. Mm. And um, we were with a million guys, and it was surreal. It was surreal. I don't know why. I, and I seem to, to force you to do those things on election times <laughs> and whatever. I don't know. Somehow I've somehow gotten you to get out of the country while the most important things in this country happen and get into some weird gay tunnel. Well, it was my birthday celebration. That's true. Happy it's a, everybody send Brandy some happy they, birthday they messages. They did. They all did and okay, we talked good. about it last week. Well, you and know you why guys, not keep talking about it? Um, I'm ready to stop talking about it. <laughs> but thank well, you. Hey, thank you. I appreciate it. You know what? There uh, Trump made a million things happen in honor of your birthday. Yeah, he sure did. And we got a lot of responses. We we read a lot of your comments, which was nice. There were some nice comments about the podcast. Yeah, and there always is. There were also comments, uh, 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 again, uh, <laughs> being mad at us for uh, enjoying Ivanka Trump. <laughs> we keep getting disciplined for, uh, you know, having some positive thing to say about Ivanka Trump. You know, I, 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 and I'm just saying. at a loss. I am at a loss. I'm not. I mean, I, listen, I get it. Listen, if you hate Ivanka Trump, hate. Listen, do whatever. Do you do you. We're happy for you. Go ahead. Yeah, go ahead. But yeah, there was some tweet that was like, oh, if you think Ivanka is better than Trump, you're wrong. I'm like, are we? First of all, she is better than him. Secondly, she's not making 12 executive orders that are ruining anybody's fucking life. No, well, she's not the president. She's so not the president. We're not really comparing. We're just finding one piece of the family that is a attractive which is important to me <laughs> i'm right. sorry that's right but i need to look at i'm happy to look at someone pretty and including melania and uh we're just you know she's she's the least bad of them and we want to focus we want to have some some reprieve of the hate yeah we're just enjoying having a little lightness in the dark you know what i'm saying yeah, just like you know, you know I mean? and this whole thing she's a fake feminist she's like oh, this is like nobody's fucking looking at ivanka to be a role model for feminism we're just saying like <laughs> she's pretty the bitch works like she's got a million kids and she's just like living her life even though she's privileged and she's not just like a hunting sack of shit you know yeah. what i mean like you got to be able to, to yeah. look at the nuance and of the situation here do. And you know what? Ultimately, none of us are going to forsake our families, and we can't really expect right. Ivanka to do that. And it's like, unless you guys want to do the the ch- dad challenge where we all <laughs> drop our racist, bigot, sexist fathers. Are you guys ready to do that? Because, I mean... Right, because she's not. She's not going to, because none of us are, because we all get in fights with our dads, and then we go, what time's, you know, Passover right. going to start? Or even if she... And it, it, maybe she likes it. Maybe she believes in it. But even still, listen, if she doesn't, if she's got a quandary here and there... <laughs> 
You know what I mean? She's not like dropping her dad. No. And her life. Well, speaking of her dad. Yeah. It's a wrap on this segment because we're going to need to get to. um, There's so much to get to. I mean, there's beyond so much to get to. There's not really an eye of a shitstorm. It's pretty much just a (laughs) shitstorm. You take some shit. Put it up on the wall. Check it out for a while. You take that shit up off of the wall. Put it down on the floor in a glass bowl. You take some. All right. So this week, this week, the atmosphere. I mean, the atmosphere wasn't filled with ozone. It was filled with actual shit. It was an ozone filled with shit. And I think we can all agree on that. But at the center of it all, the thing that really stirred it all up was Trump's executive orders. Yeah, I think whether whatever whatever side you're on, even if you like Trump, I think you can agree that it was just negative, scary, <laughs> bizarro world out there. And we were, like I said, in the middle of the Caribbean Sea, and we still felt it. So, so you guys know, just whatever, an executive order is basically an official statement from the president about how Federal the federal agencies he oversees are going to use the resources, i.e. money, that they already have available. So it's basically just a fucking piece of paper where he makes some decree about something regarding whatever agency and their funds and how they're going to use their funds moving forward. And really, in parentheses, the parentheticals of all this is fuck up Obama's legacy. But, okay, <laughs> let's get it going. Let's get it started. We hate Obama. Yeah. We don't like him. Most importantly, We're moving on. The starting with the first – most important well, piece of his legacy, which is of course, provi- well, now the the title, let's the title, providing relief from the Affordable Care Act. So as we know, the whole thing with Trump and everybody else is to repeal and replace, in quotes, which there's no replacement, <laughs> no, of the Affordable Care Act. And I just want to say that in watching, I can't remember his name, the guy who used to run the RNC made the best point on the t- on the news the other night. Which was the Republicans have been talking about repealing and hating the Obamacare Affordable Care Act for eight years or six years because it's only right. Yeah. And in that time, they never had one meeting to get together to figure out a replacement. But only now are they getting together because they have this big executive order. They're like, yay, we got the executive order. Now, fuck Ob- Obamacare and the Affordable Care Act. We're replacing. We're, well, we're going to meet. We're going to start meeting. And we're going to figure out how we're going to replace. We don't have a replacement. No, they have no replacement. We haven't talked about it for six years. Nobody's come up with a plan. So, yeah. but we have this executive order that basically is and just a, him. It's a fact that there's no plan because there's a, some audio was leaked from a Republican oh, right. meeting. Right. Where they were like, fuck, man, what are we going <laughs> to, I don't know, what are our options here? And there was it's actual audio that was leaked where they don't know what the replacement is. No. And it's tragic. So this executive order, what it really is for now is... Any rules regarding Obamacare, and yeah, I'm still going to call it that, even though they don't want to call it that. They want to call it Affordable Care Act. There's no more rules. So businesses don't have to provide it, and citizens like yourself, who were required before to have it. Yes. Because you... That's part of the relief. Yeah. You don't have to do it now. You know what? No. If you don't want it, you don't have to have it. Right. You're not going to get charged. No. So there used to be a fine. There'd be a fine if you didn't have it, but they're going to... They've like no more fines. And no more regulations. And the businesses don't have to do it. The businesses don't have to give you health insurance. Okay, keeping it moving. Okay. Freezing all regulations. This basically halts any pending regulation, anything that was in the pipeline from Obama, any regulation that he had already gotten through in his eight years. Right. They can't stop that. They have to ask to go through the Senate. But now anything, it's all stopped, frozen, from no regulations, no rules. We're not letting anything get through. No. Now, it, now is that the same one where he said... For every one new regulation, you have to get rid of two? Yes. That's part of that, yeah. Because there's a few different regulation ones. Because the, yeah. the, uh, the executive orders could also been, have been called, we hate regulations, now we're getting rid of all regulations. Yeah, all rules. All rules that apply to anyone making money are now gone. And right. we don't need them. So that's that one. This is a weird one. Now, obviously, all anyone cares about is the damn Muslim travel ban. But we're <laughs> right. reading them all to you. And you know what? You're welcome because you need to know these. You need. Yeah, that's they're right. They're being buried. Because just remember that, like, we, while we're all and we're going to talk about it, too, or clamoring around the ban. These things are happening. And this is what actually is going to be running the country and yeah, changing and the CNN country. CNN just wants to talk about travel ban. And we need to know all these like this one. 
called Reinstating the Mexico City Abortion Policy. It's a weird name. It's so gross. So basically, this isn't just, it's a Mexico, it started with Mexico City. It's been going on since Reagan. Every Republican president and Democratic president, they'll they'll put it back, they'll take it away. They'll put it back, they'll take it away since Reagan. But basically what it is, is it tells all foreign nonprofits, all foreign nonprofits, Stop providing abortions or any information about abortions or you will lose valuable dollars from the United States. And we are actually the biggest global funder of family planning, the the USA. Right. So every foreign nonprofit, I guess, gets a certain amount of money from us. And we're now saying if you talk about abortion or provide information or provide them, you're losing all your money from us. (sighs) Policing the world's abortions. Something to be proud of. Which is great because what what – uh, that people love, or what this, I guess, of this administration love is po- uh, overpopulation. Love it. I hope no one in India gets any abortions. No, no one Certainly in India, no one, no one in China. China, no one anywhere should have any more abortions, and we should have all the kids and babies. And okay. maybe we'll do an executive order that says for every abortion that isn't aborted, you have to then take two <laughs> of those abortions that are now children, <laughs> yeah. each person. That's good. We all have to sign a registry now. Now we all have to become fucking parents. Or no, maybe it's like for every abortion you had, you now have to have two kids. Yeah. Oh, That's good one. Good. Yes. That's it, so oh, good. Even if you thought about having an abortion. Guess what? I don't have to have any kids. Me neither. I know. Too bad. <laughs> never had any abortions. Ha ha. Just like I've never had anal sex. Okay, so. <laughs> oh, I can't really admit that. <laughs> Go on. Just kidding. Ah. <laughs> okay. So the next one is scrapping the Trans-Pacific Partnership. TPP. You down with TPP? Nope. They sure aren't. <laughs> Let's not get into it because honestly, it was Obama's thing. It was never officially approved by the Senate. Mm-hmm. So it, this executive order is just nothing but a fuck you to Obama. It affects us in no way at all. None of us because the TPP never happened officially right but we wanted it to and they also are trying to figure out a way to get rid of nafta so i think it's important to stay on top of just as far as trying to understand more about trade deals it is because they are confusing and it doesn't (laughs) i'm i was like trying to figure it out because it has to do with money and numbers i get very 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 confused Mm -hmm. you know what i mean you're terrible with money terrible i'm like terrible jewish jewish people should kick you out they should kick me out because I'm literally like the kids on Born This Way who can't count the money. Yeah. That's like me. Or I'll go, okay, let's watch Kardashians. And then you'll be like, um, I bought it for two ninety nine on <laughs> iTunes. And I'm like, why? And you're like, because it's in HD. And I'm like, you have it on your DVR. I don't understand. I know. I'm pr- I probably that? lost all my savings due to buying TV shows that I should have enough because I already had them. But I'm just saying I know that it, I know I that it's probably going to be of all of his things he's going to do. Perhaps the trade deals won't be. The most egregious. Yeah. But although everyone hates us now, so I don't know how he's going to make any deals at all. Right. All right. Freezing the federal workforce is number five. So this is an attempt to reduce the size and scope of the federal government, which is what he promised in his campaign. It's Right. He, the whole Republican thing and his whole thing is there's too much, too much. The, the government's too bloated. It's too big. <laughs> um, the, we're too bloated. The swamp <laughs> is too deep. There's too many jobs. The jobs are frivolous and small, small government, small government, un- yeah. t- unless it has to do with your pussy. That's right. And then, then we need there's all a the huge jobs, government. Except we don't need abortionists. So right, right. the thing is that, you know, it's just every other regulation he made actually is requires more jobs because, P.S., if you want to check people to see if they're Muslim, that's going to require 10 jobs in 10 hours. He, that's fine. Well, that's that. Then literally they're looking to hire 13,000 more immigration officers, TSA, right. customs. Because this excludes the military. Right. So basically, it's all about, if you're a desk right. worker looking for a federal job, you can't you get it. Get, get to step in. No. <laughs> all right. Advancing. Now, this is fucked up. This is six and seven. Advancing the Dakota Access and Keystone Pipeline. Bye, Earth. Mm. See ya. Never before have you been more right when, so- you, when you sat on the edge of the bed and you're like, he's just going to drill the, the morning of the election. And you're just like, he's going to drill into everything. He's going to frack everything right away. Fuck it all. Fuck the earth. We only care about coal. And I was like, oh, this lesbian is just so <laughs> over dramatic. God, you were so right. I you mean, the Dakota. So right. And I'm not even and I'm, I'm just going to full disclosure. Oh, girl. I'm going to say something controversial. Oh, God. I don't care about sacred land. <laughs> well, certainly not. I don't. All of the earth is sacred That's to right. Us. That is correct. I don't 
subscribe to it. I don't believe in it. I don't care. I don't care. But we at don't care point, that it's Indian land. We care that's that what it's I'm saying. land with animals on it. That's what, I'm, that's what I'm talking about. Yeah. And granted, even if people live there, they've the, the displacing people happens all the time. I'm not saying it's right, but with the right amount of money and whatever, people can move and blah, blah, blah. But not, not that I'm saying that's right. However, it's sacred. It's this, that, and the other thing. I don't care. No. And I don't want to hear about it. What I want to hear about is all of the forests and the earth that's going to get destroyed, which yeah. is then going to seep into the water supply and right. is going to kill all of the people, yeah. whoever even Including lives in us. It. That's right. So that is really what we need yeah. to be worried about when it comes to these pipelines and to the drilling and to the fracking and to all of that kind of stuff. Yeah, because I think I think that the, the whole like Native American issue – it's almost like a weird smokescreen. I don't even know if they realize they're doing it where people then shut their minds off who are like, I don't care about that. But they're just not understanding the bigger picture of it's actually going to affect like the whole United States. I mean, a, quite a big part of the United States. And it's going to affect – it's all connected. It's an ecosystem. You know what and I mean? And it's a, it's, a, it's a mindset of moving backwards then rather than moving forwards. It's like we – you know, like get these – the pipeline is also – for him to build the pipeline, it means we're going to then we're going to make steel now in America. We're going to build that's the pipes a, that's in America. Another one coming later, right? It's number nine, promoting only made in the USA pipeline, right? Which is also a smokescreen. It's like these are all tiny little pinpricks into what could have been a forward motion into the future. Probably the steel to melt the fucking pipeline is going to give us tons of environmental damage too. But hopefully it's stamped with Made in the USA and then we can like <laughs> and say that, yeah, Bruce Springsteen songs like it's 1982. And hey, you got that job and you made it here, so then I guess it's okay because it's all about that. All right, so um, now this next one is kind of complicated. We'll skip the Made in the USA pipeline, which okay. is fine, but this one is... Um, expediting environmental reviews on infrastructure projects. Why would you need a review on anything environmental for your infrastructure projects? Again, no rules, no regulations. You, oh, you want to deal here is mm -hmm. I think with the infrastructure anyway is now this is the Asian lady who was married <laughs> Department to of Labor, old weirdo who uh -huh. right? What's Mitch his name? McConnell? Right. So she's the new lady with doing this shit. So basically. <laughs> Though, this was the bipartisan issue where the Democrats' big thing is infrastructure. They right. want $1 trillion in infrastructure. The Republicans, <laughs> they don't want, care about fixing infrastructure. But Donald Trump, that was their one thing. It was like Trump wants it too because it, this is a quote. Mm -hmm. What happens if he does this infrastructure plan, mm -hmm. any plan, is that he this contributes to him who he said he was – Quote, going to be the greatest jobs producer that God ever created. Ooh. Neat. So um, <laughs> wow. he's, he's into infrastructure for that. Now, the thing is, Democrats want, of course, the government to pay $1 trillion for these plans. Yes. Repub mm -mm, mm -mm, no. Mm -mm, mm -mm, don't put your hand out. <laughs> we don't pay for you. We don't pay for you. Now, Trump is going to roll in. Halliburton style, right? And be like private sector investments with all tax breaks, also AKA tax shelters mm -hmm. where they don't ever pay any taxes. Mm -mm. And then they get all kinds of great contracts to build bridges and right. they make all this money. And then, you know, we're like, this is so great. The 405, I can't even tell a difference after a four year <laughs> fucking construction exactly. project. Thank you. And if you've lived in Boston, you'll know, remember the great dig that went on for, I don't even know, 15, 20 years, maybe. Finally, it got done. There's problems, but like, that's what's up. Those companies make, yeah. spend 20 years to build a tunnel and they've made billions of dollars. Yeah, and then he gets to say he's the greatest he's, jobs producer that God ever created. Right, right. And you people, know? and then, and all of his supporters are like, yeah, we're going to go build bridges and we're going to get these jobs. And like, you know what? You're going to get, I mean, it's you're fine. not getting health insurance. You're not. It's fine. But at the end of the day, the Democrats, they'll get what they want, but they won't get it the way they want. And it won't, you know, government is supposed to pay for that stuff. I mean, ultimately, I'm not that into like, you know, higher taxes either, but Roads and bridges and um, tunnels and stuff. Like, government's <laughs> supposed to pay for that stuff, you guys. You would think so. I mean... I mean, I'd love to hear then what from a Republican, what do you want government even for besides telling me not to have an abortion? Exactly. I honestly need to know. Because you and making think, sure churches don't pay taxes. Yeah, which is another bullshit piece of shit law. <laughs> so why don't you tell me what the government is actually we'll have, for? We'll have one call in. 
Or yeah, you guys please can tell Facebook us. us. Email us. Here, here's a challenge. Email us. Tell us what, as a conservative slash Republican or whatever, what's the government for to you? No, you want to know specifically what do you want the government to pay for? Yeah, what do you want the government to pay for? If it doesn't pay for bridges, doesn't pay for roads, doesn't pay for infrastructure, doesn't pay for health insurance, doesn't pay for school, doesn't pay for parenthood, doesn't pay for Planned Parenthood, so no health insurance, no infrastructure. They don't really want it to pay for school either. Okay, right, let's keep so? it pushing. That's your challenge. Challenge. Actually, send it to Julie. Okay, so... <laughs> Um, number 10, reviewing domestic manufacturing regulation. This is just another regulation thing. No rules on manufacturing. No rules on yeah. anything. Do what There's you want. Dump where you want. Dump. You know what? Come into my fridge. Get out my Brita. <laughs> dump waste into it. And then I'll try and filter it out. And then I'll drink it. Uh, also pour it on my head while I'm right. shampooing, wondering why my hair is so dry. Right. And apparently come into my house too. shoot me with a shotgun. <laughs> tell me it was my fault. Rape me. Make me have the baby. Also force me to go to church. Can't have any other religion. Clearly, <laughs> I, 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 must be Christian. Okay, and, we're moving. Okay. Sign today. Okay, so this has just happened this morning. Roll back regulations for small businesses. He says this is the, Trump says this is the biggest move towards helping small businesses ever in the history of the USA. Right. So he's done. You know, there's going to be reasonable control. Mm. On the this opening of a small business, but other than that, like there won't be any. There's not going to be any rules. There's not going to be regulations. Like you want to do your small business, fine. Go find two small children with tiny, tiny hands who will make <laughs> all of your little trinkets and, mm -hmm. and sew all of your clothes in a steam bath mm -hmm. downtown LA, mm -hmm. and it's fine because we're not going to regulate you. You want to make your workers work 24 hours, your new employees, and mm -hmm. you're going to pay them one dollar. Good, we're not going to regulate that. Also, I guess I I'm assuming it's also. Also, it's important to say that with all of this, every executive order, there's no actual plan. No, no, so no, these not are one plan. Oh, these that's are all his, broad, that's sweeping what, statements. That's what his detractors they say he's irrational. He's consulted no one on an advisory team. Yes, no. And he has these grandiose ideas of like, this is going to help. So many small businesses are going to crop up and there's going to be so many more jobs. And they're just like, I just don't really think he's thought this through. He's literally doing like a like a person who's idealistic just on the other side of hell. Well, but, I mean, you know I, I mean? would like for small businesses for it to be. Oh, hold. <coughs> pause me. for cough. Excuse pause me. for cough. Excuse me. Um. That's I would fine. like for small businesses to, for it to be easier for people, for sure. You know, I have my business. I have my invention I want to do. Don't say what it is. That's right. But, but, you know. But we just don't happen to know what is making it so difficult for them to start small businesses. Because we don't know anything and we've done no research. So don't <laughs> listen to us. All right. Reorganize National Security Council and Homeland Security. He's, he's, he's. This one's amazing. Yeah. This one is pretty incredible. Let's, you know what, you know what, let's, I want an organ, I need a, the committee that is the security committee. Now, on the committee are people who have experience in security. Now, this, is, now, this has also been the actual meeting that he has, right? With yeah, the they meet with him once a week and they advise, they tell him basically every sort of shitty, scary security thing that he yeah. needs to and know. it's been going on for, you know, the, the meeting's been going on for 50 years probably. And Obama sat in on every single one. On every meeting, he went to them. It's apparently it isn't um, mandatory for the president to go to the meetings because they have someone tell him what happened or her and well him. But, but he doesn't have the to go. People in the meetings have, have always been always Senate approved people, mm -hmm. and it's been cabinet members, and it's been like and, and Trump now has removed from the meeting. Yes, the Joint Chiefs of Staff. <laughs> And the I think the head of the CIA, the head of na the the of, like uh, national intelligence. Yes, so maybe it's not central intelligence. Uh, the one uh, the the director of national intelligence and chairman of the Joint Chiefs of Staff will no longer be needed at yeah. these meetings. They can they're on an invite only. Basis. You could come. <laughs> no, you, you have to be invited. Oh, it's an invite. I thought they could just show up, but they wouldn't be there to advise. They just listen. But you know who will be there? Mm -hmm, I do. I who do know who'll be there. And but also, I just need to repeat, the only people there were Senate-approved cabinet members ever in the history of this meeting. And you don't just get to have fucking your bestie in there <laughs> bugging on, trying to get the shit going. Like, I just don't feel like the military should be doing it like this. Not just will. your bestie, but he will. Steve Bannon. Not yeah. just your bestie, but now your bestie, who is getting the information from, I guess, just one other person, from probably Michael Flynn or J J Mad Dog Mattis, is then going to be the advisor to Trump. No, he was already going to be Trump's advisor, 
he was Steve, Trump made Steve Bannon. And if you guys don't remember, because you weren't really listening, and I don't blame you, um, <laughs> he's a crazy anti-government, which Julie says is bullshit. He runs a crazy right-wing <laughs> web mm-hmm. content Huffington Post thing called Breitbart, mm-hmm. where they do crazy. They put anything up. They're and, called alt-right. They put anything up. He doesn't. He's he's anti-government. Everyone hates him. Republicans hate him. Democrats hate him. Everyone in the world hates him except for Donald Trump. Donald Trump knew he'd never get approved by the Senate, so he made him an advisor like he did with Kellyanne Conway. These Mm -hmm. are when people hate you. That's what you do. Mm -hmm. So you don't have to deal with those hearings. Right. Now he gets to sit in on a meeting where never before has anyone who's not been Senate approved sat in on the meeting. Or know anything about the subject matter. Like this guy. They're like, oh, he was in the Navy. All right, what's his experience with national security? He was in the Navy for a year, and also he like does a lot of research on Google, and also has a huge nose and is constantly just, seriously in the corner drinking, clearly. Yeah, we have to keep it pushing, but he does seem like someone, I mean, without going into Julie's crazy lesbo vagina land, he does seem like someone who uh, is unhinged and should be on meds of sorts. Like, he seems very into like conspiracy theories and everyone's against listen, things. And it would be as smart to put him on the national security committee as it would be to put me. That's good. Okay. So he might be unhinged. So am I, I can't be running a country. I can't be advising someone. Okay. He, or- the last three, well, the last one, he ordered a five-year ban on lobbying, which we already know he was going to do, right. which is fine. All the presidents do it. It's really not that great, but he did do it. Usually the limit's two years, and Bill Clinton and all the people who said they were going to do it right before they left office, they said, never mind, you can all go be lobbyists, <laughs> right. just so you guys know. Lobbyists so, are gross, so that's fine. So he says he's going to do it. We won't really know until the end of his presidency if he keeps the ban. Right. He says he's going to strengthen the military because obviously he's it's, getting everyone mad at us and we're all going to get ready to go to war. <laughs> right. So, but, you know, um, and important that he strengthen the military because the main thing is he's or he's ordered. <laughs> yes. This is one of his main orders. I know. Defeat ISIS plan. He's requiring that the Department of Defense come up with a plan and deliver it within 30 days. That would represent a profound statement on the part of the U.S. that we are committed to ending the atrocity of ISIS and how we will obliterate them off the face of the earth. In 30 days, good luck Good luck with that plan. Good luck with that plan. And also, I mean, I feel speechless. I, I don't even – I, I, if you think that you could get rid of – like, he's, he's not saying get rid of it in 30 days. He's saying come up with a plan. Uh, fine. A pl- Here. You know what else you could get up with? Uh, give me a plan to, get, to, to, to defeat weeds. Good one. That grow – on your lawn, just on your own lawn, if you can figure out how to get rid of weeds, <laughs> like across the board, literal weeds that you ca- you walk outside and you pick one, and then mm-hmm. there's one all, all down by the driveway. Oh, God damn it. Now <laughs> I have to pluck one over here. They're weeds. They're ne- never going away. So, also, P.S., I'm pretty sure on the campaign trail that he said he had a plan of defeating uh, he, ISIS. Of course he does. I think he said it a bunch of times. He knows and how I to think defeat now ISIS. He doesn't have the plan because he ordered they come up with the plan. Right. Uh, I can't wait to see the plan. I hope that they do see it. I'm dying to see what this plan is to defeat All ISIS. Right. What so a great that, idea. That takes us through Trump's first 15 executive orders. That was a lot, you guys. You might want to take a break. But we have three more to break down, and those are on Bigotry Street. Beep, beep. Tell me how to get, how to get to Bigotry Street. How to get to Bigotry Street. Take a right on Racism Street. <laughs> then take a left on to Sexism Street. <laughs> keep going down to, keep going down to Bigotry Street. Well, according to your theory, Bigotry Street is just in Sexism City because it's all part of. That's true. That is but true. Let's not get into that okay. fucking rabbit hole. All right, but but that's true, right? That's it is true. One hundred percent, it's true. Everything is under is in Sexism City. They're just streets that are there. That's right. So bigotry streets a big one, and God, it's a highway. Jesus, <laughs> bigot- really, they. You want to talk about an executive order? They took a they took a one lane street and turned it into a freeway, into a seventy lane freeway. <laughs> it has a traffic jam on it. <laughs> God, there's a, there's a ninety car pileup on this freeway. 
Well, the executive orders continue, and here's where it gets real personal. Yeah. So we're gonna we're gonna increase the border security and build the motherfucking build wall. Build the wall. Now, um, you might have noticed that um, the president of Mexico and Donald Trump were to have a meeting to discuss how Mexico is going to pay and build uh, pay pay for the wall. They're not going to build it because American jobs are going to build it. Now, you could have lived under a rock, and you would know that from his first very first speech announcing he was running. Mm-hmm. His thing was building this wall in Mexico. Yep. And P.S. A beautiful wall. Gorgeous wall. wall. Beautiful. Tremendous. And and P.S. They are going to pay for the wall. Mr. Trump, how's anyone? How? We can't afford to build a wall. Oh, no, no, no. They're going to pay for the wall. Mexico's going to pay for the wall. From the very beginning. And then we all thought, (laughs) while he sat at Vitiligo (laughs) Ranch in Florida. Welcome to Vitiligo (laughs) Ranch. That... That he was not going to do this wall, and it was all bullshit, and we were all actually hoping that it was bullshit, and we hoped that his biggest problem was going to be the fact that he told a bunch of lies just to get elected, and now he's actually not crazy. Right. Turns out, sweetie, he is crazy, yep. and he is going to build the wall, and also, Mexico's not going to pay for it. That guy was like, ¿qué? 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 ¿Qué dice? ¿Qué? No. Trump. Trump dice... Uh, <laughs> that nosotros build a wall? Exactly. No, no, no. Chinga to madre, Donald Trump. Chinga mm-hmm. to madre, Donald Trump. In like 15 minutes, okay? No, we'll yeah. be there in 15 minutes, okay? No, no, no. We'll go to the meeting. No. Let him know. No. We're not building no wall. No. He's no. crazy. No. He's crazy. He is crazy. He's loco and El Cabeza <laughs> or whatever the fuck. What's head? Yeah, Cabeza. <laughs> Absolutely. It's something like that. It is. Um, So the pre- Mexican look, president was like, we're not building the fucking wall, you bloated fucking monster. We're not. Yeah, and like, and thanks for offending us beyond reason. Beyond. And I, he's like this. Oh, I thought that was all pretend. Yeah. like I didn't oh, think that was real. Right. Honey. Or after the first time I said we weren't going to build a wall, you would have been like, oh, shit. Right. I guess maybe they're not going to build a wall. But let's talk to them and we'll work it out. Nope. Nope. So he canceled the meeting, the El Presidente. But then Donald Trump wanted to say that he canceled the meeting because he said, well, once, you know, he didn't want to b- build the wall. So I said, we shouldn't talk anymore. Meanwhile, that Mexican says, president was like, he says he's going to force him anyway. We're going to pay first, but they owe us all these money through trade agreements or whatever it is. And we're just, we can't even be bothered because now all the Mexicans that live here or any other undocumented immigrants <laughs> are getting thrown the motherfucker out, oh, supposedly. Um, First, they're going to go after the, this is the next executive order, pursuit of undocumented immigrants. Now, I just want to say for the record, I'm like really not crying for you, Argentina, if you're here undocumented. <laughs> and Because and during the Women's March, the very important Women's March, yes. a.k.a. the protest. Yes. Not a march, but actually a protest. Of what? We're not sure, but go on. Of Trump. Right. Um, they said it's wrong to put fear into the hearts of undocumented people living here mm-hmm. and their families. Mm-hmm. And I was like, no, no. That's fine. I don't need to th- find you and throw you out because I just don't have the time. But I don't care if you're scared that you're living here illegally. If that's the one thing you get to have, I'm scared of all the drugs I'm hiding in my home. I'm scared of many things. <laughs> Julie and I have to do code words of half the shit we talk about. You know, like when we talk about like assassination and stuff. So like, I'm sorry. I'm not s- sorry that you're scared. Like that's one thing. Like they should live with fear. Anytime you're doing anything illegal, live with fear. I don't care if you're what it what it is. If right. you're doing committing insurance fraud, mm-hmm. when your car gets broken into, I've also done this, and you pretend your diamond earrings were in it, <laughs> uh-huh. you have to be scared. You're going to fucking get found out. I'm not against illegal shit, but I'm not saying you don't need to be scared. I'm not sorry for you. Right. Well, where he, I think where he could have or what Obama did that he's not doing, and that's the, the where it gets murky okay. is when people come here, let's say, illegally, and they have kids. Of Those kids who are born here are become they're just natural yes. citizens. Now obviously, but that's the whole thing where you like crawl across the border and then have your baby in your life. But and right. then also anyway, let's so not get into it. But qu- we're not going to send we don't want we would never support sending child parents home and leaving children right. parentless. But, that, but that's what he's he doesn't care about that. He wants anyone his he's so black and white that it's you're undocumented, you better be scared. I don't the care fr- if you whatever. Well, yeah, no, no, so, yeah. and by the way, again, you should be but scared. Yes, yes. I'm not gonna say that you don't need to be scared. Right. But his first priority is people who've committed crimes. This also gets murky because you know, 
the mayor, Bill de Blasio of New York, who, by the way, no one likes. Um, and watch, <laughs> he did marry a lesbian, though, and I do the, think that's cool. Watch the Wiener Doc <laughs> if, you, if you don't know that no one likes Bill de Blasio. Right. Um, he did come on and say, like, you know, we don't want, you know, kids who've been found with an ounce of pot to be who are undocumented to be, you know, separated from their families or whatever. And, and again, it's like, you know, un, nonviolent crimes are also arsony. It's also drunk driving. Mm-hmm. Like, it's kind of the thing of like it, you know, in my opinion, and it's probably wrong, but it, it would affect a, a small number of people really like sadly and families mm-hmm. but then people would have to learn like yo we're here illegally so we're gonna have to try and like not get caught with a pot or not drive drunk right the same way we try to not get caught with pot the same way everybody yes. tries to not get caught now you're gonna say they're unfairly and this is true you know targeted by police obviously so they're gonna be caught more than we are because we're just innocently being like like when we go to over the border and buy drugs and they're like we were just seeing what Tijuana looked like listen I just think that like these people who are undocumented it's like one thing yeah with but that even bring, it's like the, it, this is such a micro small minded way of thinking everything he's doing is such a tiny dumb way of thinking like the bigger picture and the, the he, nobody sees the forest for the trees he certainly doesn't it's like and that's part of the problem however like if people are there's rather than this ban and all this shit, it's like, why aren't you implementing something where it's like the people who are already here pay a fine? Well, of course, like like fill out some fucking paperwork and have to do some shit and pay taxes and, and get documented. Ta- yeah, and pay become ta- citizens because you're living here. But since they're here, let's let them live here. But yeah, you know what? I had to go on a payment plan to pay my taxes last year. It took me a year. Yeah. So yeah, get on a payment plan. I don't care. It takes the rest of your life, and you but have to pay a million dollars. That's what you need to do, rather than you're getting kicked out and you're doing this and you're b- rapist. Blah blah. Like. Get the shit together. Well, that's what he's doing. He's targeting people's criminal records. He wants to create an office for victims of crimes. This isn't, the only important thing about that is that he wants to create an office. And I don't know how he's going to create an office when he doesn't want to hire any workers for federal. <laughs> right. So let's keep it pushing. Right. And also, why don't you create an office for then all crimes? Here's the most important one. And yeah. we probably have oh, 30 seconds left. Okay. But now <laughs> this is what's blowing up the spot. Ugh. So they're calling it the travel ban. They're calling it the Muslim ban. The official thing is that he's restricting visa mm-hmm. and refugee programs. Mm-hmm. Now, break it down, Mamma, because I know you love talking about like the Middle East and stuff. So that's general refugees. However, he's barring all Syrian refugees. And the thing is right now is Syrian for a, refugees. For period, oh, for, for an indefinite period. Syrian refugees are really the refugees that are really kind of going through it right now. Yeah. There's like full war, like an... Hundreds and thousands of people are being misdisplaced because of this insane war that's going on. But he thinks that people from Syria are going to come here and be terrorists <laughs> when really it's the actual you could call them terrorists or whatever. Like there's, you know, a disgusting organization that is destroying the country of Syria. And all of those people are just people. They're just mothers they're really and kids just and they're just poor, and, poor people yeah. who just were trying to be. Whether they were Muslim or Christian or whatever their religion, like, there's a fundamentalism that's going on that, and I just want to say this, that this, the fundamentalism that is taking, taken over um, the Muslim religion is ruining the Muslim religion. Yeah, it's I just want to say that. For them. And that sucks because that has created people like Trump and a lot of people here and around the world who think that, you know, that's why there's this ban and we can't have Syrian refugees because there's going to be terrorism and they're Muslim and it's like... There's also fundamentalist Christians who also have ruined things for a lot of oh, people. Oh, yeah, and fundamentalist and Jews, Jewish people. And Scientologists and Mormons. and Ugh, Mormons. Like, <laughs> exactly. Like, you know, there's a lot of fundamentalism in the world. And unfortunately, right now, the hot spot is on, is on Muslims. And there is a problem. And there is a huge fundamentalism problem. And none of problem. those religions do anything about the funda- their fundamentalist sect. They all disassociate and go, that's not, um, right. oh, the FLDS isn't part of the Mormon church right. or whatever. And it's like... It is, and then also because the we're tax exempt here. Once somebody gets tax exempt, or once an organization it's like hard to, yeah. you can go and kidnap someone, molest nine hundred thousand million boys, <laughs> yep. go and That's have right. fourteen hundred twelve year old nine year old wives. Yep. You can do whatever you want, and then they're not going to do. The FBI is not going to do a damn thing about it. No, they are not. And we know from that's from Leah Remney. 
That's right. That's right. That's right. So as far as refugees, the Syrian thing is a real problem because those people are actually <laughs> like really do need help. And it is a bummer to say you're going to take us. We're, we take we our thing was we take a hundred thousand in a year. That's quite a lot. That is a take lot. Take it down to fifty thousand. Right. It's like why in general refugees, yeah, general. but no Syrian refugees at all. Now get to the travel ban. So the travel ban is com- particularly fucked up because basically we have the seven countries. He Even though it's not a Muslim ban. Suspends the entry of all immigrants and non-immigrants. Immigrants and non-immigrants. People who could have visas. They could have green, green cards, cards. They could have work permits. They can have any number yeah. of things. They can have dual citizenship. They could whatever. be traveling here. Just, literally, I go travel. Literally just traveling. I just went somewhere with no visa, no green card. I was just like, yeah, I'm here for fun. The seven countries are like Iraq, Iran, Yemen, Somalia, and I can't remember the other two. Sudan but they're all, oh, Sudan. and Libya. Great. All... You could argue are Muslim countries. So he's saying, no, it's got nothing to do with that. It's that those countries have been proven to, like, have some kind of terrorist link or ties. Saudi Arabia, it's weird. That's not there. United Arab Emirates isn't there. Pakistan isn't there. Egypt isn't there. Um, Palestine isn't there. Palestine needs to be there, honey. (laughs) We're gonna do if this is a Muslim ban, which they say it isn't. So I don't know. I we mean, have, we don't know the rhyme or reason. We don't know why, but we know this: there's seven new nations that hate our motherfucking guts, <laughs> and I really don't want Iraq hating me if I can do anything about it. It's like, I mean, like they got so downright offended. They're like, okay, well, we don't want any Americans here then. Yeah, well, America forced Iraq into a war. Um, Amer- and I, I mean, and uh, like America like, has been in Iraq for how long? And yeah, we've used them and used their oil and we use them to fight different to Al-Qaeda. Yeah, other people, and we, yeah. you, you know what I mean? And it's like, now you're going to not let us into your country? Like, that is so fucked up. Meanwhile, Iran was the f- first one to come out and be like, oh yeah, you were not allowed in your country? <laughs> Well, you cannot come here then for all of those Americans who are clamoring to go to Iran. Exactly. They can't go there. Meanwhile, they're like, I'm sure you can find a way to let us in when you want to sell us a shit ton of arms. Oh, I'm quite sure. Or you want to. That's right. Or buy it from. I mean, some people say. Yes. That these the one thing that these all have in common Uh, that they don't have in common with Saudi Arabia and United Arab Emirates is that. There's no Trump hotel in any of Interesting. these. Interesting. <laughs> in any of these nations. Yeah. Does Trump have a hotel in Dubai? Does Trump have a sure hotel does. in Saudi Arabia? Sure or does. Or whatever. Oh, didn't he just talk to the prince of Saudi Arabia? Mm-hmm. Oh, but you won't let people from Iraq in here? They're not doing anything. People from Iraq aren't fucking doing anything in here. God, the girl that used to do my um, um, laser, Edith, mm. she was from Iraq and she would like... She was born, I think, here, but she would go visit and stuff. And yeah, I guess she can't do that now because the Americans aren't allowed there and they're not allowed here and it's fucked up. In Iran. Up. But I thought that Iraq said too. Oh, you can't come here either? I thought they did. They're saying you can't. <laughs> so they're going to kick out wrong. all the military that's in Iraq? I mean, Oh, maybe not. Trump, I don't know. Like, I thought it was Iraq that said that. It's so, like, beyond, it's so in, ill-conceived, mm. insulting, ignorant, misguided. So but... They're not sorry. Now, just uh, oh, yeah. we're going to wrap this up. Okay. But Julie and I did fly back mm. the day of the travel ban. And there were two guys, by the way, from the gay cruise who did get detained, who were from Iran. And they knew that, sort of knew that that was going to happen. Yeah. And they were scared. They were scared. And um, we were, we did everything the day of the travel ban. We went through customs and I was like, Julie, don't look too Jewish. Like, don't, too, <laughs> don't look too swarthy. And I walked through going, <laughs> And I was like, we're really a part of something here. But we're like, bye, guys. Good luck with your detainment. We <laughs> no, got to go. I do want to say this. Like, <laughs> I don't know what I would do if I saw someone being detained. Like, I'm not like there, this friend of ours was like putting stuff on thing. being like, I call the ACLU and I'm get, they'll bring extra cuffs for me. I was like, I'm going home. Yeah, we've got to go. Like, I'm tired. Got, yeah. <laughs> this has been a long time. I'm afraid to get my period here. <laughs> so we're like, I don't, I can't. So we're, so we're at the airport, like early in the morning too, like 6 a.m. We're still drunk. We're looking at the TV. They're showing airports. Yeah. We're, I'm like, weird, looking at an airport at an airport, <laughs> hearing about airports. We're on a JetBlue flight, watching the live TV on JetBlue yeah. that says, and Julie's like, oh, um, there's going to be a protest happening at LAX right when we land. It was all true. We get there. We're waiting for our bags. 
hipsters and half tops are walking by with signs like fuck Trump and I'm like is yeah. every protester a fucking millennial hipster there's what a has lot happened? of hipsters <laughs> so many hipsters it's like I hope that like fucking Dylan from Tinder meets me down here at the protest they were like so into awesome. the Tinder hotties I mean it is a place to be in LA and I mean I heard that women's oh, yeah. march our LA women's march yeah. is like the like I think the biggest one besides DC I don't know if I well I, I, I guess right. if you're a single gal or guy you get to a protest and meet some like-minded people they should make an app you know what I mean like they do for like plenty the like, protest um, dating app yeah like because there's farm ones yeah and exactly like, you know what I mean this I want to meet called, a like, Christian the fuck one Trump, Trump yeah dating like protests and stuff and then like protest swipe, hotties looking yeah, for protest. other protest hotties yeah, yeah. oh my I god so we smart. were just like watching them walk by looking to get discovered mm-hmm. oh right and well, uh, it's in LA so yeah but and it was a full you every know, sign had SAG-AFTRA on the bottom of it yeah <laughs> Everyone's or SAG like, eligible. Like, we heart Muslims. SAG after, after, eligible. <laughs> oh, did Pippin. <laughs> like, can sing, also do improv. <laughs> we love Muslims. Um, tap, jazz, Martha Twar- Twilight. I don't know the dancer names. Martha Stewart, what's her name? Graham. Oh, my Martha God. Graham. Jesus. Okay, so, but basically, they're not sorry. It's all crazy. If Trump will have you believe that CNN's making everything appear crazy but they're not and we're gonna play this clip from rancid pubis who's the white house (laughs) chief of staff and he's gonna let you know that they're not sorry i mean the fact that the matter is 325,000 people from foreign countries came into the united states yesterday and 109 people were detained for further questioning most of those people were moved out we've got a couple dozen more that remain and i would suspect as long as they're not awful people that they will move through Uh, before uh, another half a day today. And perhaps some of these people should be detained uh, further. And if they're folks that shouldn't be in this country, they're going to be detained. And so apologize for nothing here. Apologize for nothing here. God, when people say folks, too, you know they're just out of of touch. Okay, so that's going to take us in, and we'll talk about it more in our next segment, because that leads us into... One of Julie's favorites called You Might Not Have Noticed, But This Is Fucking Tragic. This is the part of the show where we tell you about things in the news that you may have missed, but they are too tragic for us to ignore. Okay, so you might not have noticed, but this is so (laughs) fucking tragic. I cannot live. I mean, I still have, I can't stop thinking about it. You nearly had a nervous breakdown when we saw this. I, we saw it live and I, I still, I could, I could claw through a wall. So Chuck Schumer held a press conference about the travel ban and he cried. He cried. Not a Obama children are getting shot up in schools tears. No, no. No, no, no. No, 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 no. This was a... Oh, yeah, because when play. Obama cried about the... the What was that thing called? It was in Newton, New, oh, yeah, Newtown, Newton. Connecticut, when, when, when all those children got yeah. shot in a school because who fucking wouldn't shed a tear? But he, when he cried, you were so moved. I was. Like, you talk about that. That's like your favorite Obama moment besides when he sang. Like, you bring up the time he cried. So it's, this isn't about crying, people. No. This isn't about crying. No. This is about the Republican Branson pubis saying, no apologies here, honey. Sorry, a hundred people are sitting still at the airport. Which is a lie. Later. Which is a lie. You know there's more than a hundred. And then the Democrats coming out and crying. Right. Exactly. Should we play it? Please. This executive order... was mean-spirited and un-American. It was implemented in a way that created chaos and confusion across the country, and it will only serve to embolden and inspire those around the globe who will do us harm. Chuck Schumer should be ashamed of himself. He needs to be ashamed. This isn't a moving cry. This is a fucking pathetic. I cannot believe you're humiliating us all like this. This is how you respond to this. 
you were the first person to publicly respond to the not just not just Rance Priebus, the, the all of it, the ban, the the protesting, the how despicable and disgusting this whole situation is. What you needed to fucking do is get on that microphone and be like, hey, I am fucking done. Yeah, we're done. We are done with your bullshit. You are insane. And that's what, what I specifically said is that. He, the Democrats need their dialogue and their their thing needs to shift to this. He's crazy. Mm-hmm. Not even like, not he's gross, not he's despicable, not anything. Their propaganda needs to go, now he's crazy. The motherfucker's unhinged. He's lost his damn mind. He's insane. He's not fit to lead. He's not fit to lead. He's crazy. Just keep saying it. Keep hammering it. Don't cry. No tears. No oh, tears. No apologies. Well, you're crazy. You and your whole fucking administration, all of the people he surrounds himself with are insane. Kellyanne Conway, you're a fucking robot. Rancid Pubis, you're fucking crazy <laughs> piece of shit. You're all crazy. You're crazy. You're And you're all... And what is it called when you help a drug addict? Enablers. Enablers. Yeah. yeah. You're all just, you're all, that's right. You're all enablers. And so you know what? Every time Donald Trump or Kelly Conway or Rance Pube <laughs> or Steve Banner or anyone would get on and be like, the media is disgusting. Or the Democrats can't do this. You know what the only response is? The only response is they're insane. Yeah, they're and insane. you know what? Here's a, here's a licensed, here's Dr. Drew. Here's Dr. Ruth. Here's my dad, Dr. Goldman. Yeah. Here's every <laughs> fucking doctor. And the only conversation I want to hear about Donald Trump and any of this stuff is that he's certifiably and medically insane. Yeah, he's unfit to run the country. Literally unfit. We- if he were your mother or your father or your sister, you literally could have them committed. Like he right. could be committed. He could be committed. Kellyanne could be committed. Rance Priebus can be committed. They can all be fucking committed because they're all fucking insane. But I don't most want- importantly, no. he's unfit to run the country and that's the only... The, that's what needs to be said. That's it. It doesn't matter if he's despicable. doesn't matter if no. he's racist. It no. doesn't matter if he's a xenophobe. You know no. what matters? He's insane. And yeah. he shouldn't run the country. And we, by the way, we should have a test. They test taxi drivers more than they test... They don't even do drug tests for these people. Right. I remember when I saw... Um, what's his name? Vice Joe Biden falling asleep at a thing. And I was like, ooh, Joe Biden's on pills. That's hot. <laughs> and like, they don't do drug tests. I mean, you know what I mean? Like, we should know... You know, well, some of them have been alcoholics in the past. Whatever. He's unfit. It, there needs. He's crazy. That's the new no, thing, guys. That's what's up. And no apology. I don't want. And you know what else? I don't want to hear about fucking inclusiveness. I don't want to hear about being together. I don't want to hear about <laughs> diversity. I don't want to hear about like let's all fucking hold hands. I don't want to hear any of that shit. The only thing I want to hear, I want to hear anger and rage. <laughs> and your anger and rage needs to be talking about taking him down on a medical, fucking physiological, yeah. mental level. That's it. I'm done. After that, I I snapped. Now I'm insane. Yeah. After watching Chuck Schumer, a grown man in the fucking Congress, crying, and he's on the side of the 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 side of the law where he can talk shit all day long about Donald Trump and not lose his job. Like there's a lot of Republicans in the Senate and in, in the House who who like probably hate his guts and are against what he's right. doing. But if they say. The only people who are willing to say anything is John McCain and fucking Lindsey Graham because they're lawn jockeys and they're done with their career anyway and they're old. But any of the young ones who are trying to go anywhere politically, they are back against the wall. They can't say anything against him or they will be fucking kicked out of the party. You know what I mean? I mean, uh, yeah. No dancing around. No, I think you can't. You don't want to do he's crazy. I want you to look someone in the face and call them a liar. When Kellyanne Conway says alternative facts, you say you are lying. You're a liar. Like Anderson Cooper. You're a liar. Grow a pair of Anderson Cooper. Go like this. You're lying. I'm done with you. Yeah. Go say your shit on Fox. Yeah. Click. Good night. Hang up. You know what? While someone in the middle of while someone's talking, I want the screen to go black. I want the screen to go black. Or hang. It's like you hung up. Boom. You're hung up on. And then look to the camera and be like, I hung up on them because they're a flat out blatant liar. <laughs> yeah. Are you worried that Balls. you're going to get sued? I don't fucking care anymore. Like your shit better be so they're fucking hardcore they're gonna, now. They're scared they're going to lose. Everybody's scared if they if they go against him they're not going to get to talk to him or they're not going to get the you know what I mean it's like especially with the news well it's like well you know what then that he wants to say the media is a disgrace you know what media you are a disgrace because all you're doing is sitting around coddling your own self while he says you're liars or you're you're disgrace you're not doing your job you're like you have a whole panel of people talking about well we but we are doing our jobs now Mr. what job is it as a journalist well we have to do the fact fuck off You better get the fuck on and start calling people liars and that they're insane or I can't fucking live we anymore. We did lose our minds and went way over on this segment. Good. We're going to play to end it. Trump's answer to Chuck Schumer, as embarrassing <laughs> as it is, this is Donald Trump. I noticed uh, Chuck Schumer yesterday with fake tears. I'm going to ask him who is his acting coach. 
because uh, I know him very well. I don't see him as a crier. If he is, he's a different man. There's about a 5% chance that it was real, but I think they were fake tears. All right. So <laughs> all of that is so goddamn tragic and downright embarrassing that I can't even deal with myself. You, you're not getting through, okay, Chuck and everyone else. You're not getting through. You're not penetrating with feelings and your emotion and you're crying and you're not... You're, 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 it's not working. He doesn't care. While you're in this mood, yeah, let's go to So There's That. To close the show each week, I give Julie the task of finding a so there's that moment, a break in the clouds when a tiny ray of light shines through and she maybe doesn't feel so filled with lesbianic <laughs> rage. I don't really know if it's possible because Meow Meow has a lot of rage, honey. But um, did you find one, miss? Durr. <laughs> barely. I barely found one. I mean, I had to. It's so hard to find a ray of light. It's so hard. And I'm, I am enraged. And I thought maybe I could. There was like a moment, maybe a week ago, where I was like. <sighs> <laughs> also, listen, that's breathing in, by the way. It's just a horror, horror in there. But I, 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 there's been nothing because I'm not happy with the Democrats. I'm not. There's nowhere to go where I feel like anyone is fighting. I want someone to fight, and that's what I'm looking for, a real fight. Not not even the marches made me feel better. They didn't. It was like I was happy to see it, and I'm glad people are out feeling like that beginning of the wave. But that, to me, is – it just still didn't satisfy the the endless if, rage. If, actually, if the so. march, march had happened – Right after the ban, yeah, maybe that, that would felt have, like that's a, true because it was an action. It would have been a reaction to an actual right, action. Right. I'm not, you know, I know that I walk around in rage, and I, that whole thing with the march was just like people feeling enraged, like the way I feel just in general. <laughs> like, but you don't know really how to or what to, do, know, with what to do with it. But this is a specific thing now that's happening. We are now getting specific, so now you can specifically feel enraged and react and, and like do it said. right. So I want to say that the one thing that did make me feel safer and better and that there was uh, a real, real, real actual fighter in the fight is that the ACLU has finally gotten involved. And the ACLU went down to the goddamn court. Tell us what ACLU means. It's the American Civil Liberties Union. And they are lawyers. They're a legal organization who basically fight for your civil rights. So they went... Uh, to the court, and they basically got an, an injunction on the travel ban. So they're basically where they can't get rid of it, but the judge basically is like taking all of the cases and looking at each like literally individual person, but also saying like you can't as an order and as an organization just can't take someone and decide that they're from Iran and then shove them on an airplane and put them back. Yeah. Like that's illegal. And then we're probably the government's going to get sued. But anyway, that's a different So, thing. the exciting thing is that the um, the ACLU not only did that, but they are now creating a um, class action against the government. And class action, as you know, is like Aaron Brockovich, where a ton of like a big group yeah. of people get together and sue the big entity. For so that's what they're doing. They're going to sue and the government. Sia and Rosie pledged a million. The ACLU has now received within like three days, twenty four million dollars. Sia gave a hundred grand. Rosie gave a hundred grand. Um, and someone else just gave a million. I read now. I can't remember who it is. But the ACLU Julie is about knows to Sia. I want you guys to know that. And she gave us a bottle of wine one time we saw her. And, she, and Julie's like, oh, hello. And like talking to her. And then she gave us a bottle of wine. And I was like, celebrity wine. And we drank it. And it was amazing. She's super nice. She was a les for a second. She, um, anyway, that, uh, so there's, so there's that. that. So there's that. That's a good one. So that's it for this episode of Dumb Gay Politics. That was a lot of <laughs> politics. That was a lot, a lot, a lot. It's hard. To, it's hard to keep everything down into like an hour, and it's hard to be funny. 
and Ooh, have it fun. It's it hard is. to have fun and have an attitude of anything around it, really. I mean, we're lucky we get this far. Well, we hope that, like, you know, people just remember with all the anger and the rage and the darkness and the, you're scared and you're terrified that the best way to counteract that is to, to have, drink. Oh, right. What were you going to say? <laughs> just to try and have a sense of humor. That's right. And that's why I was going to say, like, it's shocking. And we've done, I don't know how many episodes so far. We've only had one where we were drunk. And that didn't really <laughs> go that well. So that's why we're not continuing to do it. But it's so much easier to have fun with it when you're drunk. And, I mean, mm-hmm. my cousin, teen, mm-hmm. emailed me the next day. And I think she was scared for me. And she didn't even really know the half of it. <laughs> so um, You mean for your she's drinking right, problem? She's right. I mean, it's sad when, you, when you're like, mm. they try to make me go to rehab and I... Probably should, <laughs> should, should, should. Um, <laughs> Okay, so um, anyways, uh, we thought it was important to tell you guys all our new orders given to us by our new ruler. <laughs> <laughs> oh, God. Um, Zod. He's like Zod. We're expecting a lot more terrible executive orders in the next week and many, many more terrible people to be added to the administration. Yeah. If they're extremely rich and grossly underqualified, Trump's appointing them. Mm-hmm. So be sure and listen next week and tell your friends to subscribe so they they can be subjected to dumb gay <laughs> politics, too. Why should you have to be alone with us? Yeah. And you'll also find us on Twitter. I'm at Mr. Julie Goldman and at The Brandy Howard. And leave us reviews on iTunes so we can show them to our producer the next time she wants to fire us. Right, Francesca? And as always, it's been real and it's been fun. But it's mostly been gay and dumb. And angry. Very <laughs> angry. Angry gay dumb politics. Get your rage out. But, you know, do it right. Bye. Go to the gym. That's why it's a dumb gay podcast. A dumb gay political podcast. Ooh, it's all shit. It's all shit. Ooh, it's all shit. It's all shit. It's all shit.